The things we have to do now to get podcasts on, Mate, on, on the go. I honestly didn't think clapping would be a difficult thing. <laughs> it's it's changed a bit, and it since last year when we first started it. It's now gone from oh, I don't know what to say to right now. We need to stand at this angle and sit at this angle. I was going to say clap it a certain way. I would love for people to be able to see behind the scenes, and then I just remembered that we're actually doing yeah. it behind the scenes. So, so this this is going to be the hi folks, the actual first one. That, that's properly. Uh, filmed um we released chris's one on youtube and it seems to have gone down really well because a lot of people tend to not have spotify account or businesses say to me oh have you got it on youtube so we're going to go down the youtube is that because spotify can't afford is that because businesses can't afford like the 14 <laughs> whatever it is for, for i think spotify it's account. more because the it department block it out mm. and they can't use it well if you try and listen to mind you had through you porn that'll happen <laughs> It will get yeah. blocked by your yeah, work. Don't, don't, don't get them mixed up, the two of them mixed up. Going to the IT department about that. But it's, I don't know about you, but I think the past month has been phenomenal since we released mm. Chris's episode in December. The feedback and um, the messages that we've had. And I think he's had exactly the same as well. It seems to have really hit a, a, a note with people mm. and resonated with so, so many people. And it's thoroughly undeserved because nearly two minutes into the show and you've not actually introduced who we are what we're doing and oh yeah that's true <laughs> so this well, is I break the habit of a laugh <laughs> this is us being really professional well it's because everybody knows who we are now yeah. but I suppose like part of the furniture we, we best do an introduction so I'm Rob nice to meet you I'm Tom it's just as nice to meet you and he's the not so silent producer um, and we are the mind your head podcast or the MYHP as we go by a lot of the time now but this is the first pod of 2022. Mm-hmm. Are you disappointed that you've lost um, Tom from uh, Tim, Tim from Manchester Radio? <laughs> Tim from Manchester. That was so funny that he messaged me afterwards, going, "I can't remember anybody's name. I'm sorry." <laughs> I was like, "Well, you just listened to the episode. Memorable. Yeah, that's but, what that's what we're about. Memorable content." But. Hey, people listen to it. Yeah, that's, what it's all, that's what it's all about. I'm going to get you. Hello, I'm Tim. Hi, <laughs> <Hey>, I'm Tim. <laughs> that should do. But um, yeah, we've got a lot going on this month. Like a lot. Um, I'm down with Build with A&E tomorrow. I'm going down to Leamington Spa, uh, meeting our mate Lee. Um, we're going to sit down and record a podcast for his podcast. Um, and there's a couple of other people that are down there. I might try and sneak in and get um, them to come over and see us so thanks okay. to Tony and to- he actually he's a filming editor guy that there's called Tom as well um, must be a common theme in the, in the industry <laughs> I might call him Tim but uh, no thanks for building a Tony and the gang down there um, you've probably seen them a lot more on, on the podcasts and the videos and bits like that because we're going to start doing more and more work mm-hmm. together um, we are doing um, a road trip in two weeks or I'm doing a road trip in two weeks for the Lighthouse Club so we are going around the Midlands and we'll be visiting builders yards um, building sites and anybody who wants to come and see us come down to uh, EH Smiths if you if you follow us on the socials I'll put all the addresses on there over mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks when they get confirmed um, and that is going to be a five-day trip, so that'll be the 7th to the 11th of February. And we're going out and letting everybody know about all the great work that the Lighthouse Club are up to and what they do. 
And not only are they um, have a hotline helpline for you, but they can help you financially and physically and mentally as well. Especially this time of year, I don't think people realise like this time of year it's tax return time. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with your tax return, they can actually help you. They can help you fill out the forms, understand what you've got to do, what you need to put in place and things like that and get you through the process. It, and it, it just takes one more stress away from you yeah. and, and, and helps you focus on building things and, and moving things and getting things done and finished. It's what, one less and thing to think. And paying too much for materials. And pay, uh, yeah, don't, <laughs> that is just ridiculous at the minute. Mm. It's, it's getting out of hand. Mm. And I, I've also started noticing that there's a few companies going bump because I think they've swallowed the price. Yeah. Well, you can only do it for so long. Exactly. Yeah. They can only do it for so long and it, it's getting too much. And I think people need to realise that it's even down to the raw materials of um, gas. Mm. We were, when we went to Wienerberger on the the last road trip I did in October, they were saying that they spend um, nearly three million pound a year on their gas bill, heating the the huge... It's not half as much as we spend. (laughs) (laughs) But can you imagine what that's going to be now? It's going to be unbelievable, isn't it? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And speaking of things being too much, um, you're a busy boy. Yes. Got a lot on for the next couple of months. How are you doing? Um, You've not really had a had a proper check-in in a little while. So No, I've, I'm noticing it a bit more at the minute. It's been a lot of long days, uh-huh. a lot of uh, long nights, days on the road, meeting some great people and really good people. But the past couple of days, I'm like, the past week or so, I'm like, I need to slow down a bit. Mm. Here. I need to take a bit of time for me and my family and friends and do things that I want to do. I absolutely love doing the podcast and all the work that goes with it, but sometimes you need to take a break from it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so now in the evenings, I'm trying my best to come off social media, come off all that side of things from about nine o'clock at night and just try and sit with Lou and have a, a conversation with Louise mm. at night. She'll probably tell you different or she'll probably tell me to shut up, but <laughs> she's sick of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying these conversations. <laughs> have you got some podcast ways to be here? <laughs> but yeah, I, I am make, trying to make a conscious effort and uh, funnily enough, um, Lee rang me yesterday and said, right, you're going away in three weeks time or two weeks time to do this road trip. You've got all this going on. Mm-hmm. You need to set boundaries for yourself and you need to start slowing down a bit and you need to look after yourself. And he's absolutely right. And you're absolutely right. Um, I do need to stop. It, uh, I've now swapped. So is that what this podcast recording tomorrow actually is? It's just Lee trying to get you trapped in a room to go just just chill the fuck out. Yeah, he's, he's got me there for two hours to yeah, sit yeah. and do nothing. Yeah, he's like, we're not recording a podcast, mate. That's yeah, <laughs> this is the only time I can sit get you to stop. Yeah. So that. That's that's what I'm doing at the minute, but it's it's difficult not to. I've got to really, really restrict myself to mm-hmm. slow down and, and take the time because everybody knows I'm pretty bad for once my head's into something. There's no stopping me. And what does relaxation actually look like at the moment then? At the moment, it's it is quite literally just sat in front of the TV. Um, or like last night, for instance, we got the kids to bed about seven half seven, and we just went up to. I had a shower. And we just went up to bed and we sat on the bed for a bit um, and went to sleep and then Sam woke us up at midnight, but that's always fun. But <laughs> but it is quite literally doing nothing for yeah. me at the minute. Just sitting and letting my body calm down, letting my mind calm down. I think that's a big thing, isn't it, with um, with 
the self-care thing is I think a lot of people get guilty about not doing anything. Um, but I think it's really interesting. You look at pretty much all of the animal kingdom and probably us before we invented things like taxes and the working week. Yeah. And we would have spent winter hun- hunkering down in a yeah. hut and, and living off what we'd foraged and hunted and all the rest of it and, and just keeping cosy until the days got a bit longer. Farming... Same situation, while you can get certain things ready, there's only a certain amount of productive stuff you can do when the when the days are, are, are much shorter, much colder, yeah. um, much rainier and, and this, that and the other. So I think we place a lot of weight on ourselves to go, right, New Year's resolutions, what are you doing? How much are you going to bench press this year? What are your, what are your fitness goals? Uh, when you're going to do a 10K or a marathon or a Tough Mudder or whatever? It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. No wonder we get to... Blue Monday last week where what is it it's the combination of when money starts to run out and your new year's resolutions start to fail it's absolute bullshit and if you need to stop and just chill out and do nothing stop and chill out yeah. and do nothing no one's marking you no one's grading you against anyone else no one no one demands anything from you it's a lot of it is the weight you put on yourself because that's what you think you have to do and i'm here to say give yourself permission to just do fuck all in january or yeah. Drink or eat or or sit down with loved ones and enjoy yourself or go out at night or, or whatever it is that gives you that buzz. Fee's got a great thing that she always sort of strives for and that setting sort of new like spring resolution so that when okay. things get a bit brighter and things get a bit warmer and you can get out and about and do stuff like that when the seasons start to change, that's when you can start to build your new habits and you've got longer days to do it in. Not bang at the start of January when, let's face it, after Christmas you're sort of knackered, you're coming back into work when you've not really had much of a proper decent break, you're running out of cash, you're working all hours that God sends, and when you do get back home at night, it's pitch black, it's just not the right time for it, so I sense when you're saying that, that chilling out at the moment is just sitting down watching TV doing nothing, as if it's a negative thing, but it's just it just isn't. It mm. just isn't. If yeah. you need to do nothing, do nothing. Yeah, absolutely. No one is judging you for it. Yeah. Well, except for probably yourself. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think ourselves are the biggest hurdles sometimes that we have to get over. Mm. Especially for me, I used to <clears throat> really beat myself up over things. You, you should be doing something. Like in the summertime, if it's still light outside, I'd be like, I could be doing this or I could be doing that. Even before I started the extension of things. I used to feel really guilty for sitting down and doing nothing. Mm. I'd have to be doing something. I think there's still there's still echoes of that um, talking to you because sometimes I'll say, "You're right, how's it going?" And instead of like, "Yeah, I'm doing good," or "No, I'm not doing well," or "Yeah, I'm happy," or "No, I'm a bit sad," or whatever, I get, "Oh, I've booked this in. I'm doing this. I've got this lined up." I'm like, "That's not what I asked. What I asked? How you are? How yeah. are things going? Not, yeah. not what have you got in the diary?" Yeah. And it's 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 really interesting because. It's not a bad thing, and yeah. you should, you should, and you can, and you should be allowed to celebrate the the, the good things you've got going on and, and and the things you've got lined up. But again, the the measure of your life should be more than what you produce. And, yeah. and while you should never be dissuaded from doing that, it is just important to stop every now and then and go, "Am I actually all right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I happy? Am I too tired? Do I need to just?" lie down and take a load off for a minute or take a shower or take a minute or, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, 
I don't know. I'm, I, I, it's not a bad thing. It's just something I've. It's just something I've noticed. But I think we're all guilty of it. I think. I think we're all so obsessed with spinning plates because that's what we're told we need to do. That yeah. Sometimes it is just as basic as stepping back and going, "Am I happy? Yeah. <laughs> Am I tired? Am yeah. I hungry? Have a had a coffee today? Like whatever it is, I'm guilty of it all the time. I'll work for hours. That little workstation over there. I'll get to. I don't know. One, two in the afternoon, think I'm not eating anything today. Yeah, yeah. I'm not stopped for a brew. I've not, I don't know. You it's get, you it's get basic totally stuff, but. Get consumed by it, yeah. I think I, I, um, I appreciate the downtime a bit more now as well because I'm realizing that, yeah, I'm working really hard doing all these spinning many, many plates, but I'm also um, enjoying the downtime and I can feel myself calming down and. Um, my mind and my body resting and things like that. It's it is nice. It is nice to um, understand and feel that stuff mm. rather than just think, I'm sat here and bored. Well, I'm sat here for a reason because I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to slow down. I, I, I need to take this time to rest, relax, uh, and re-energize to go again mm. because we can't go forever. Okay. Now, I had a massive warning shot this morning at work, and I logged in, and I've got a couple of bits and bobs I do outside of work. So I'm, I'm paid to be a board member of another organisation, and I volunteer to be um, a governor at a school. And I had a moment where I was just like, oh, shit, I've got something in for the for the company I'm a board member of. I've got something in for the school. I've got something in with my family. I'm going out in the evening. And I just did not have the time. When I like like laid out all the things I was doing on that day, I didn't have the time. And I've had to book like an emergency day off work next week because oh, yeah. I just can't fit all the stuff in. Now, that's that's a big warning sign, yeah, yeah. really, to get to the point where I have so little say over what I do next Tuesday that it's just had to be bonfired and I've just had to go, listen, I'm... I'm off work. Like it's a big family emergency yeah, yeah. or something. It's it's mad. It's mad, but it's it's really easy to sleepwalk into that stuff. And and while it can be boring and it co- can be quite like all right, okay, to just sit back and stop and and take it in. <clears throat> I think it really is important because I, I think a lot of what gets on top of us day to day, and it's anything from addiction to money to work um, to to I don't know family problems or whatever is you you kind of sleepwalk into it no one on purpose yeah, goes yeah. oh I'm I'm gonna get into a shitload of debt no one on purpose goes oh my marriage is gonna fall apart it's it's little tiny steps that incrementally build up until the problem becomes bigger than something you can handle yeah obviously addiction is is a, is a slightly different beast but it's it's based on the same principle it's yeah. it's little things that become something much bigger than the thing first was when it started out and yeah yeah there are different remedies for 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 that or burnout or whatever further down the line when things become that flashpoint. But I think if you can do more of just getting yourself to stop much 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 earlier on and get into that yeah. habit, I don't know. Maybe, maybe those problems won't be quite so acute when you get down the line. I'm I'm not saying that's yeah, that's no, the I th- fix I th- for everything, but I think it definitely is because I I am noticing like, using myself as an example. I am noticing that I need to stop here. Mm. I am doing too much. Yesterday, I, I was sat and I was thinking, I've got all this to do, and it was worrying me a bit. Think, tr- try not to forget everything, I, I, and I started to notice it. That I was like, why have I got three notebooks here and a whiteboard? So I don't, and my phone as yeah. well, <clears throat> and my phone as well. 
You had a little bit of a panic there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, where's my I'm so used to it being. But I was like, I'm slipping back into my old ways. Yeah. Uh, I used to have these, when I used to run the bigger sites, I used to have two or three notepads on the go all the time because I was petrified of forgetting something mm-hmm. because I had that much going on and that much to try and remember that I, I'd, I'd have it everywhere to, to constantly remind me. And now it was like a, a bit of a warning or a bit of a, an awakening saying, oh, you're slipping back. You, you're doing great work, but you need to look after number one first because if I can't look after myself and I can't be there for me, that means I can't be there for my family. Mm-hmm. I can't be there for the people that listen to the podcast. I can't be there for you. I can't be there for who, whoever needs me. If I'm not looking after myself and I'm burning myself out constantly, um, then I'm, I'm no good to anybody. Yeah, um, and it's, it's dead easy, isn't it, for you to focus on what happened at, at your sort of break point where you were like, right, I'm not going to sacrifice my family, I'm not going to f- sacrifice my marriage again, this, that and the other. But you sometimes can focus so much on the thing you don't want to do yeah. that you end up building yeah. just as much of a problem yeah. over here and, and somewhere else. So I don't know whether it's a, a, a family relationship that gets sacrificed or, or a work relationship that gets sacrificed or whatever. It's... it's Again, not making light of it, but it's like you have a, a big drinking problem and your your poison is whiskey and you go, right, that's it. I've, I've gone through this 12-step program. I've not drinking on the head. I'll, I'll never touch a whiskey again. And then go, oh, but I'll have a gin. Yeah. Like, as if it's fundamentally any different. And that sounds really flippant and it's far more complex than that. But I, I think you can be so focused on getting away from one particular problem that you end up creating this big pile of stuff behind you that you don't see coming until it blindsides yeah. you um, yeah. and again it's the stuff that creates it is not necessarily a bad thing because you're enjoying what you're doing with the pod and it's productive and all the rest of it but um, yeah you want to make sure you're not mm. you're not getting much. overfaced by the stuff that yeah that because it, it can be long nights there's, there's nights where I'll get in from work I'll have my tea do bedtime with the kids turkey dinosaurs and potato it, yeah that's yeah, it classic. all the healthy stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mean Bernard Manning and all like that. Oh no, Bernard Matthews, sorry. Bernard Manning? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he makes uh, a mean turkey to us, <laughs> Yeah. But, um, oh, I put my phone saying that. Oh yeah, I was, uh, and it, I'd look up, like you were saying before, and I'm like, it's half past 12 at night. How have I got to half past 12 at night? Because the kids, the house will go quiet, and I'll think, I'll sneak half an hour in doing a bit of editing for whether it's a bit of video for YouTube or it, one of the social channels. I'll go and do that, and before you know it, you just get lost in time, mm-hmm. and three hours are gone, and you think, mm-hmm. three hours for a five-minute video or something like that. I think that's the biggest thing for me, um, and to give people a bit of a, a, a look behind what goes on at the podcast, is <clears throat> editing is probably a perfect example from a work rate thing, because it's something that you've, we've already sat down and had the conversation, so I know what's there. I know how long the conversation was, so say we sat down for 40 minutes, but you constantly shave off and build up bits or edit down bits or or whatever, and the job becomes progressively bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more complicated. And the, The longer you spend looking at something like this, you can go, oh, well, we could do with more of this or less of that or let's dial this up or turn that down or balance this out. And... I'm sure you've been like this on a job before where sometimes perfectionism can lead you to a point where you're like, oh no, I'll just even yeah. it out this side and even yeah. it out that side. Yeah. And by the end of it, you end up 
massively fucking up what you're trying to produce because you're just trying to yeah, add a little much. bit more yeah. to it which is not a, a bad thing if you can harness it in the right way but I totally get what you mean about editing videos because there have been so many times I've edited shows like this where I just think how, how am I still here yeah. five, six hours later for something that's 45 minutes long it yeah. is absolutely ridiculous but when you've got a point of focus, you do need to just sort of dial yourself back to stop slipping into those almost obsessive behaviours where you go, oh, well, I just need to do a bit more, just a bit more, just a bit more. Because yeah. um, again, no one's marking you on it. No. It's it's what it's the pressure you're placing on yourself more than anything else. And, and the, the hats off to the people that bang out two, three podcasts a week. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they can talk that much. But money and time mate. yeah money I suppose so yeah. it's, it's, and, and I think this is a secret um, we, we probably need to blow right open because there was there was sort of brief mentions of it with, with Chris a little bit on the podcast and a little bit off when we were when we were talking off mic that I think a lot of people have the money to throw at a, a, a particular setup or a particular um, staff member or whatever to just take care of that sort of stuff so you can rock in Record, someone else then is working behind the scenes while you get on and do whatever else you need to do with. Um, or people are chucking money at, at sponsored feeds and, and, mm. and chasing chasing the ghost, that kind of way. And I don't know, neither of those are particularly sustainable unless it is like a big part of what you're doing as a business. So if you've got the extra capital to throw at doing a podcast like this and you can bang out two, three episodes a week, you crack on and do that. Mm. If you can um, throw bad money after good and get your Facebook ads and Instagram ads and that's what you think is going to yield a result, then by all means try, but sorry, Meta, it doesn't work. Yeah. I, I would much rather do what we're doing and cultivate a following that you know are listening and you know are engaging and you know are showing up for the videos and have something that's going out once a month and, and know that it's it's hitting the mark and it's what people yeah. want to hear and what people want to get involved with because I think we're, we're probably going back to something we discussed in probably the first or second podcast we we um, we, were, we were chatting about and that is the sort of comparison is the thief of joy stuff yeah. that we live now in a social media age where you're constantly comparing your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. Yeah. What's going out on someone else's social media channels or their Instagram or Facebook or whatever is their highlight reel. They've curated it, they've edited it, they've put a filter on it, whatever else. And you're sat there looking at their very best while dealing with all of your very worst and going, oh, well, I can't do this. And when I do it, it's, it's really scrappy and messy and I don't look like that or I don't sound like that or my thing isn't as slick mm. as that. That's the best they've got and they've probably got a load of shit behind the scenes that they don't let you see because that's how social media works. Yeah. But I think the more and more you get into the habit of um, c- comparing yourself to people like that, I don't know, I just think it's a, I just think it's a really slippery slope. So, yeah... Sort of credit to people who bang out two or three a week, but A, I would say, is it any good? Mm. And B, I would say, yeah, but what goes behind that kind of output to make it work? Yeah, yeah. Because this sort of shit, it all costs money. And if it doesn't cost money in the real sense, it costs time. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sit here with people listening at home who might even want to get involved in in the same sort of thing. I mean, if they want to challenge us for best podcast about mental health in the construction (laughs) industry, bring it on. (laughs) 
<laughs> you get death stare off him. <laughs> but if they wanted to, I don't know, start a podcast about the fact that they're like renovating their 1930s house or, mm. or, or doing a bit of landscape gardening with their missus and, and, and like redoing that or if they want to start a podcast about I don't know lacrosse whatever yeah. you're into <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's important for us to, to 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 share with people who might like what we do for what we do and go oh you know what I'd really like to do that that the big secret to what we do is just that we do it yeah 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 <laughs> and that a lot of the time it comes uh, actually an unrecoverable expense of time or money because we want to do what we want to do and I don't ever want to be seen as the sort of person who, I don't know, presents an image where we're throwing something out that we know damn well that we're able to, to cover the cost of. So mm. say we were in a situation where, yeah, I don't know, you were running a £20 million pound a year business and you were just able to chuck money at this for fun and we had a whole production team and all the rest of it. I don't want people listening at home ever to us to go, how did Tom and Rob do it? Because we're sat here going, oh yeah, it's a piece of piss. We just cough out podcasts and yeah, yeah. there you go. I, I don't know. I want, if, if there's one thing I've learned from the first year of Mind Your Head, I want to I wanna do as much as we can of exposing as much of what we do as we can. Yeah. Um, and the same with when we sit down and talk to people. I want to have uncomfortable conversations. Mm. I, don't, I don't want people to go, yeah, no, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you know they're not. Yeah. I don't want people to go, uh, oh yeah, I really struggle with this, but uh, now I'm fine and it wasn't a problem because both you and I know that they're lying about yeah, that. Yeah. So I don't know, and I think that's what makes us unique is we're not afraid to have those conversations. We 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 create a safe space for people, and we're honest to start with. And I think yeah. that's the foundation that makes Mind Your Head work because I don't know if if we're honest and we're authentic and we're upfront, we've got nothing to to lose and and we've got nothing to hide from so if we're building from that point i think what the last 12 shows 13 shows and 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 guests have shown is people are willing to come to the table then and probably share something that they wouldn't have shared before or yeah again we keep referencing because it was a great podcast with chris that he said to us that he's like I've never spoke like this before Mm. it 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 really has brought uh, a lot out in me and um it was a real deep conversation that he had. At times, it was a really uncomfortable listening, mm. really, listening back to it a, a lot of the time. And, and I don't think Chris would mind me saying this, but it, a lot of the time it sounded like someone on the edge. Yeah. And that isn't from a position of judgment. Yeah. And and by his own admission in the podcast, there were a lot of times where I was like, this is getting, this is getting to the point where I'm going to need to do something, lads. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it just goes to show that you can have um, really successful, uh, well-run business, making good money, but it comes at a great cost sometimes. And it, I'm, I'm thankful that he, he was so open and honest on that podcast because it was an absolute belter and it's going to take some beating, I think, to beat mm. that one. It's, it's, it was a dead interesting, just building on what you said there about it comes at a cost. It was really interesting as well to see him sort of in real time in the chat kind of kind of go through that journey himself yeah. so he was sort of like well it, I'm making loads of money and I'm <laughs> doing this that and the other and I hire this many people and I've got these vans and uh, and these premises and, and, and stuff like that and at no point was he like 
And that's why I got into the game. Yeah, yeah. I got into the game so I could have a fleet of vehicles. I got into the game so I could have my own work premises and offices and this, that and the other. That wasn't the stuff that, listening to him anyway, that wasn't the stuff that was giving him joy. It was when he was saying, oh, and then I did this with my daughters. And yeah, yeah, I was yeah. spending this time with my missus and I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you're doing it for. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's where he got to when he was chatting. And that's why I think it was great that he, he was as honest as he was. Yeah. Because he did reach a point where he was sort of like, ah, I'm chasing this, that and the other. But really, what would be better? Yeah. Maybe if I had two or three manageable jobs at the yeah at one time and... I had a bit of work coming in that'd cover X, Y, and Z. It'd give me this much money in the bank, and I'd be able to do A, B, and C with it. And and I don't know. Isn't that what we're all trying to find? Just a bit of an equilibrium. Yeah. And again, again, that, I suppose that links us nicely back to um, A and E construction. That that's Tony who runs that. That's what he's at. Um, he had a real big outfit, um, not too dissimilar to Chris's, and he got to a point where he had to make tough decisions, and he's like, "No, I'm going to strip it right back." And mm and get it to, to a point um, and that's where he's at now but um, it's it, as a, going back to a point you made before about that, that we just go with the flow really uh, I had a meeting with a guy called Mike um, same day last time we met so a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago um, he came and met us over in Glossop so Mike is a physiotherapist and he you'll see him a lot in the podcast or in the videos and things coming up because I'm going to do a challenge um, it's not going to be this year. It's going to be for raising money for the podcast to help mm-hmm. us um, for the costs because it costs money to do all this sort of stuff. But um, it allows us to do uh, projects, awareness projects, funding people for training, getting people help and support that mm-hmm. they need and within our industry. So I'm going to do a challenge and I'm going to call it Scotland's a Home. Okay. And what I want to do with it is... Is this another one of Lou's ideas? Just... <laughs> yeah, you go to go Scotland. To Scotland. <laughs> Come back whenever you want. Take your time. <laughs> Maybe walk it. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of walking in it. I'm going to... So everybody does the three peaks. Yeah. And they do it in 24 hours. I'm not going to do this in 24 hours. I want to do the three peaks, but I want to ride my bike in between. Okay. And then when we get to Snowdon, obviously ride from Snowdon to home. Oh, nice. So there's... It's about 600 miles riding, 3,000 metres of climbing and everything else in between. Uh, Mike is going to support me on the uh, um, physical side of it. Mm-hmm. Lee will be supporting us on the mental side of it along with yourself and uh, Louise. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try and aim to do it around April, May, June of next year. Um, so if anybody wants to sponsor us, we'll be setting stuff up and you can sponsor us and because we're going to need kit and we're going to need vans and we're going to need everything else. I think that's a good way as well to just bring the community together a little bit. Because what I do love about what we do is we've talked a lot to people who've been in really, really, really dark places, really low places and really unique places with their mental health. And very often the story is not just... And I found one thing and it was solved. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of challenge is a great way to bring the community you're, you're building at, at Mind Your Head together to go, well, I could, I could help drive a support vehicle or I could help yeah. throw this bit of kit or I could help with, I don't know, tyres for the bike or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's see where it goes. But I, I think things like that are a great opportunity for us to get out and about 
in the communities we we yeah. want to be a part of even yeah. if that means I don't know you can somebody could come and meet us when we do a train, yeah. train or ride or whatever or pitch your tent in a yeah. builder's yard or yeah, whatever yeah. Like, yeah. well there you go that's a very good idea actually <laughs> but no yeah, it might be the first time Rob's <laughs> pitched his tent in a builder's yard <laughs> but um, yeah Mike says to me right let, he's really organised do it like this I'm like Mike we don't work like that <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> I was like, uh, we pretty much fly by the seat of our pants. But, um, yeah, so that's coming up uh, over the next, well, 18 months. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of cycling and walking and eating well and things like that. I've got a nutritionist coming on board as well. Nice. So there's, there's going to be a big team of us all doing it together. Uh, they're volunteering their time for me as well. So thank you to the, all the people involved in that and we'll get them on throughout the journey as well. They can come, they'll come on the podcast and jump on a video with us. And There's going to be a lot more content, I think, as well, coming through mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, we've got the Behind the Build um, that goes on there now because I get a lot of messages saying, oh, can you, can you show us a video of your work that you do in day-to-day building stuff? Um, so there'll be a separate section for that. Uh, there'll be a section for or playlist for the podcasts mm-hmm. um, and uh, all the other bits and bats that we get up to. So keep an eye out for it. Nice. Good stuff. Yep. Well, I guess that draws us to an end, <laughs> doesn't it? I think. Well, we're going to get a famous Rob Muldoon outro. <laughs> well, we can do. And people can actually physically see it this time. So I'm a polished item now. This time last year, I was a polished turd. But now, uh, I reckon I've cracked it now, but um, thank you to everybody for, one, listening to us, and two, watching us. And you can find us on all the socials at the MIH podcast. And it'd be great if you could share it with a friend, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff, because it really does help us try and get a bit of money back in, because all the money that is raised through things like this and the, the likes of the sale of the brick jackets and the hoodies and the, the little bits of merchandise, it goes straight back into the podcast and that money then is distributed into helping uh, raise awareness about mental health within the construction industry. So thank you very much. Thanks again to Tom for dedicating his time. And if you're listening only on audio, go and watch this video yeah, because that was like two full minutes of Rob's, I don't know, bedroom eyes, I assume. <laughs> A lot of hand movements and a lot of <laughs> stares and eyebrows. But no, um, thank you to everybody who's listening and uh, your support is really, really appreciated. Thanks for all the amazing messages that we get. And uh, look after yourself and have a bit of rest and downtime. Just sack it off. Just if you've, if you've got like, I need to do a million steps a day, yep. just just take it down to half a mil. Yep. <laughs> no one's watching. And uh, have a drink of water. Yeah. Yeah, remember to eat. As I I drink my beer, so cheers. Cheers.